Hey everyone, I have Alisa here from Liquid360, which is a really cool company. We haven't had a company like this on, I believe. So I'm very excited to have you on, Alisa. Just please tell me, yeah, tell me about yourself. Tell me about the company. Um, you're the CEO, so that's it's really beautiful to have you here and explain what you guys do. Well, first of all, I'm really, really excited to be here, and I was really looking forward to it. So here we are. Well, I'm an engineer, uh, material science, and I worked in 20 countries. I built five profitable businesses, brick and mortar, and uh, and I was also a diplomatic representative of Switzerland to the U.S. So oh. for 10 years, yeah, but. Hillel Fold has told me the coolest thing about you, Elisa, is that you are the first woman in the world to drive the Ferrari F40. And it's true. So I, uh, <laughs> so that's me in a nutshell. But I was an engineer, geeky and serious. And I always thought that security worked well. I thought it worked per pretty perfectly. I mean, I, I saw it in the movies and we all see it in the movies yeah. and television, this wall of screens and and these people staring at it and speaking into phones or or radios. And and so that's what I thought security was. And I thought it was effective because it's been iterations of the same thing for decades. So I really didn't give it any thought. And then one day <laughs> we were in New York for my cousin's wedding. And I was actually working in my room alone and my parents were there with my four kids. And I'll cut quickly to the chase. Two of my boys showed up in my room and I came to find out that my five-year-old was missing. And I saw cameras everywhere. I'm in a hotel, a fancy hotel. So I call security and I expect they're gonna tell me, oh, she's here. We'll have, you know, I'll have someone stand with her until you can come and get her. That's That was my expectation. No, he was silent. And I said, you're the guy in front of the screens, right? He's like, yes. I said, but why can't you see my daughter? And he was silent. <laughs> Silence is not what you want to hear. So I start going towards the stairwell and I'm checking, calling the stairwell and I'm, and I'm talking to him. You know, I'm on my phone, I'm talking to him and I'm going through the hotel. And I said to him, listen, man, you got to lock this place down because someone could have drugged her and put her in a suitcase. And so everyone, you know, every, you, you have to help me. Someone should look, roll back five minutes and see where she went because you know where she started. She started in my parents' room. And I'm completely perplexed. So on one side of me, I'm kind of in a panic. And on the other side, I'm just methodically going floor by floor searching for my daughter. And I get to the street level and there's my skinny little five-year-old pushing on the big glass doors to go out of the hotel. And I'm thinking, thanks, thank you, heaven. You know, thank you, God. Um, I found my daughter. I'm like, as soon as I said her name, she literally flew through the air at me. <laughs> she thought I had gone out or something. But I'm standing there thinking a few more seconds and I know what would have happened. I would have missed her completely. We would have called the police. Probably we would have looked some more. Probably we would have wasted more time looking for my, unsuccessfully looking for my daughter. 
then we would have called the police. And then eventually they would have gone through the video footage from the hotel. And then eventually they would have looked at the outside. And it's like, I, all I could think of was I, I had a miracle. I found my daughter. I, I don't know what happened, but I was living in, and I know this, I've told the story in the longest form possible, but I want to share the, the, the emotion of the, of the confusion. But living in the US, I started to see the active shooter incidents. And, and so I would see that, I, could, I saw that they dragged on and on and on. And even when it was in a military base, the Washington Navy Yard, which has spent tens of millions of dollars on infrastructure, security infrastructure, and has highly trained teams, professional, it took 69 minutes, four teams, sorry, I should have said there were four teams and it took them over an hour to stop an intruder in a building with 160 cameras covering every square inch of the interior. So yeah, wow, like your face is saying, wow. And That makes and no sense, yeah. Exactly, that's not what it's like in the movies. Hmm. That is not what it looks like in the movies. So. Then I started to understand that there was a gap between the cameras. There are 1 billion security cameras in the world. There are almost 100 million security cameras in the US. They are everywhere, but they are recording evidence for after the fact, mm -hmm. and they're not available in real time. So you have this, the cameras and real time, and you have a gap. So, and it didn't matter where you were in the world. It's not just the U.S. When there was the attack in the nightclub in Paris, the Bataclan, you saw the exact same thing. So that's the question is, what's going on? And I, I don't know, maybe later we'll talk about all, we can talk about all of the science. And, but, but I think the main thing is, well, is it the wall of screens? Is it the training? Is it all of the above? And more importantly, how do we fix this? Yeah. Because security today is the control room plus the field guards. This isn't cyber. You can't fix the problem sitting on your sofa. You, you need physical human beings, or at least for now. Maybe robots, I don't know. But you need some, there has to be a physical presence. So, and those people need the intelligence. They need what's called actionable intelligence. They need a tactical advantage. So that's what we do. We, we make it real time and we take liquid. So liquid 360 closes that gap between mm -hmm. the infrastructure that is already there and its ability to be used in real time. Wow. That's what we do. And, and we do that by taking all of that infrastructure go for any site, it doesn't matter if it's a city, if it's, it's a university campus, if it's a military base, if it's a tech campus. You know, there's been shootings at YouTube and at Facebook. And well, we saw this, I, I, I won't speak very much about Michigan, but I mean, the, what happened uh, in Michigan just a couple of days ago was horrific. But if you look at the statistics, it's pretty bad. In 2022, there was a mass shooting uh, there were 13 mass shootings every week. There were 50% more active shooter incidents in 2022 compared to 2021. And 
in the school year, there were there were four times quadrupled the number of, of gun incidents on school property from the previous school year. So it's not a good trend. But it's not just that, you know, that's, that's, that's an important, that's extremely important, because that's about lives. But it's all about creating context. When you have a flat wall of screens, sometimes the screens are next to each other on the wall, but they're not near each other in real space. So when you're looking at this wall of this video matrix, you have no context. You don't know what's closer to the stairs. You don't know, I mean, even if you know, okay, if you, maybe if you've been there some long period of time and you know the building inside out, but your brain can't organize it. And I can't, I'm sorry, I can't resist the, the science of this. Mm -hmm. I, you know, one of the best ways to answer your own question is to use Google Scholar. And, and if you're pretty good at Google Scholar, you can find if there are papers, if there are someone has studied what you're curious about. If you want a scientific answer and you don't want, you know, pop culture answer, you want real, you know, you want real data. And I love math. I don't know how you feel about math. Okay. Okay. I love math. So in math, we can extrapolate, which means to go beyond our data set. And we can interpolate, which means to go inside our data set, but not to a specific thing that we tested, but just something that it fits within the boundaries of, of the numbers that we tested, for example. So I imagined, my, I hypothesized that when we look, when the, those highly trained security people look at that matrix wall of screens that that they understand exactly what they're looking at and that they can spot a blind spot hmm. that in other words if there's something they can't see they know it 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 stands out for them and when i search the the literature it turns out that <laughs> it turns out that our brains actively hide blind spots from us that makes sense. Yeah. Really? I was, I was astounded. When you're driving a car, there's always blind spots and you don't even realize them. Like you have to be very actively looking at the blind spots because you just, you just, people just don't get it. They're just like, whatever. Okay. There's no car there. And then you receive a car. You're like, what? That. Uh, so you're, that's interesting. I, I I've thought about that. I've done the analogy to driving in one of my blog posts because, but if you learned the same way that I learned, they inform you of your blind spots. They tell you about shoulder checks. They told, tell you how to adjust your mirrors and what you, you know, so all of no, these No, we things. know they're there, but we are, we, we have to like check ourselves a lot. That's in my opinion. No, I, but that's, that's a very interesting insight. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Anyway, I started calling some of the people that did these studies, including, you know, neurologists, basically, yeah. that did these studies. And, and interviewed them about it. And I, then I spoke to uh, I spoke to neuropsychologists about how it works between the brain and uh, and and the and activities, and also people that study physiology and neurophysiology, because I wanted to understand about you know what's going on. How many things can you follow? How many movements on a screen can you follow? And all and all of these things are really well documented, and and 
all of these things, <laughs> all of these things put together, make it really clear that the, the matrix wall of screens, it can't work. It can never work. It never did work. And it's all just some sort of thing that we, that we came to do. Wow. Uh, and now in Israel, it's different. For example, in the army, uh, only women are tatsbataniot, are yeah. the ones that are, are staring at the screens and, and doing that kind of uh, surveillance. And maximum ever that they, my understanding, I wasn't in such a unit. It, it wasn't in any unit. I wasn't in the, in Israel at the time. There, there is six and it's with an Elbit system called Mars and they have to actively, they have to interact with it at all times. Mm, that's smart. And yeah, so it's very interesting because they know that after about 20 minutes, studies show that after about 20 minutes, the attention goes down. And so that was very, so there were a lot of insights. There were a lot of scientific insights to be gained. And, uh, but the solution, the solution is incredibly elegant. My co-founder, Aran uh, Jedvab is a genius. So Liquid 360 was all about closing this gap between all of these, all of this infrastructure, cameras, video analytics, whatever is there and, and its availability in real time. So number one, it has to yeah. be portable. It has to be portable and shareable, yeah. because if it's just in the control room, then you're gonna you're still gonna have uh, now you're gonna have a communication gap, and there is a communication gap. It's directions between the training for people in the operations room is different from people in the field, and right. and so it can be very confusing for the people in the field to be given directions by people given directions as opposed to information uh, from people in the in the operations, and so. Uh, on the, on the other hand, you want to share the view. You want to you want both people to be looking at the same picture. So what Liquid Three Hundred and Sixty does is it's software, patented software. We had our second U.S. patent in November that that enables any existing system to become a real life view, three dimensional, with all of the all of the video feeds and other information coming from its actual location. So we create a, we create a model of the site and, and then we put back the videos or the radar or uh, whatever it is back to where it came from. And it, it's portable and shareable. And Wait, uh, okay. So, for, so let's say I'm the one watching the screen, right? Let's say, let's say there's someone there we have to find. What am I going to see through Liquid 360? What's it going to look like? Well, let's say let's see if if a picture is worth uh, a thousand words, and then I I would say that that a a video is worth a thousand pictures or something okay. like that. Now you see, and uh, what you're seeing is the site of our first client, um, and you can zoom in, you can zoom out, you can wow. look from above. And or you can you know you can go down to ground level whatever you want. This is a school and a campus, a school sorry a school and a community on a shared campus, and and let's say the people in operations they can share the view down at the ground level with the field guard. And now if you touch anywhere, the software will select the best camera and point it there. In a multi-story building, you can peel off the floors one by one to look at them carefully, or make the entire building semi-transparent like an MRI. If they wow. had had this tool, 
when my daughter was missing in the hotel, they would have found her immediately. That's incredible. Wow, that was really, thanks for sharing that. That was very yeah, interesting. Yeah. I, I, I can show it to you live. I actually, <laughs> I actually have it on, this wow. is live. I'm, this is connected in real time to Baltimore. Oh, we that's live. Wow. It looks like a picture, but that, oh, I see it. it's moving. Wow. So I can, well, no, I can, I can, uh, if you, I can join on zoom on this tablet and I can show it to you if you want to see it and live and, and it, it's, it's an amazing thing because they've give this client has given us special permission to share and demo from their site. And so I can see, you know, the clock ticking yeah. and that site has, that's the site that was in the little, the little 30 second video. Uh, and it also, they also have two uh, radar on that site. And, you know, you think radar on a non-military site. Well, yeah, radar is good for open spaces and it doesn't care if it's snow or rain or night mm -hmm. day radar is, is, and radar can be programmed the same way as video analytics in terms of creating a polygon and setting parameters and all of that. But, you know, it's, it, those, it's the thing about us being liquid is that we adapt to whatever's there. Nothing changes. They use all, they can do the same thing they were doing yesterday, mm -hmm. but now they have this new, this new view that they can immediately recognize that makes training much faster and maybe even reduces the number of guards that they need on a site, but it makes their operations much more dynamic. So when you're, when you have it at a, in a, in a, in a site where there's operations, now you have these contextual alerts and you have this, you know, it's eye-opening. Wow. That's what we you're looking from just a screen from one angle. Here you have a full 360 angle of everything that's going on. That changes everything. It's like bird's eye view to just looking straight. It opens yeah. up everything. That's amazing. Well, when, when the mayor of Jerusalem saw it, he said, it's like I could be in a helicopter over my city. Exactly. So wow. we're very lucky. Uh, Shabak chose us, the Israel Security Agency. Also In the States, I think it's known as Shin Bet. In Israel, mm -hmm. we call them Shabak. And they chose us as groundbreaking technology. They only chose six uh, six companies. Wow. <laughs> That's so, a big deal. Yeah. So we're working on pilots with them right now, too. And we have interest from other agencies as well. And and we made it for but we made it for civilian applications because yeah. it's relevant in shopping centers and hotels. When I asked uh, the, the head of security for a shopping center, how often do kids get lost? And he said, every 15 minutes. Wow. <laughs> and I said, how do you use your system to look for them? He said, we don't. We just go look for them. Wow. Yeah, I was really quite speechless. So then I showed him Liquid 360 and he said, oh, this would this would change everything. This is different. That's incredible. Now, first of all, just tell me, how did you create this? Like, how long ago did you create the the software and the company? Like, this is amazing technology. Like, how, like, where's the, like, who's the team? Tell me about like, just tell me about like the background a little bit. So my, uh, my co-founder, uh, Eran Jadbab was in the States for five years mm -hmm. and he noticed the same gap that I did. Yeah. And we miraculously, miraculously met at when he moved back to Israel and I had just moved here and he had, uh, he had just come back and, and the next year 
we in uh, 2019 we met at a, a meetup co find your co-founder mm. and but and within a couple of minutes we understood that we had been looking at the same problem and we started working together right away now he's a genius he mm. is he is he is he's a he has his master's in engineering from the Technion. He was in the, uh, the Atuda in the army. I think in English, people say the cadets program. Mm -hmm. And so he went to the university before he went to the army. And then he was the CTO of the land radar unit in the army. And he has, yeah, he has more than 25 years, both in the public domain and in private, in high tech, developing and deploying security solutions to the field. Uh, in fact, when um, there's a, there's a, it's called the Villages Project, and it was the project to to protect twenty of the most vulnerable villages in the country, mm -hmm. and that was his that was his deployment. And then uh, he also designed the command and control for Kitsiot, which is a prison basically on the border of Egypt, and wow. uh, that houses more than four thousand of the worst terrorists in the country. And he he partnered with one of uh, another company, but it was his genius, and he won out. He beat out Motorola, Elbit, Elta. He's he's really he's really extraordinary. He has a he's a he's he's a uh, he's he's great. He's great to work with, and I'm really honored that he chose me to work with. And uh, so we it is deep tech, and this has been up and running for a while. But because it's the security industry, this is a low trust industry. You can't yeah. you can't send out updates. This isn't an app where if you find a glitch, you send out an update. It has to be working. They want it on premise. They do not want it in the cloud. They do not want to connect through anything. They want it inside their physical premises and their IT bubble with no nothing, nothing going out, no nodes, no open nodes. And so this so and it's not just the cyber aspect, although the cyber aspect is very important since the Kremlin was hacked through its cameras last year. So it's a, it, it's a, it's a reasonable, it's a reasonable attack mode, unfortunately. Sure. So anyway, um, we're actually building the next version of the software, which will handle an unlimited number of video streams, say wow. like thousands of video streams, for example, the entire city of London in a tablet, portable and shareable. Wow. <laughs> that is like the movies. It It's beyond the movies, actually. There wow. hasn't been anything in the, unless, I mean, the only thing you can think of is that movie with Tom Cruise, where it was the pre-crime unit or something like that. It's old yeah. movie. It's an yeah. old movie, but it's that, it's that yeah. idea that it's, uh, it's, it's that idea that it was, that it's something, it's something entirely familiar on one hand, because if you play computer games at all, do you play computer games? No. Not much? Never? I haven't played in years. Okay, but you played once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played, yeah. So you go into the game field and you you know what's on your right and what's on your left. Sure. You know what's ahead of you and what's behind you. You feel the environment, yeah. right? That's what that's what Liquid 360 does. Liquid 3, the game environment is completely intuitive. You don't have to think about up or down. You don't have to think about left or right. You just, it just works, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, 
So that's the, the point is that it, it should be completely intuitive and it is, and it should be, it, it should be so easy to use that there's, that there's no, there's no real learning curve. And that's what we found. We don't have to train people. It's, they just, they just see it. it. Yeah. They no, exactly see it and they find their way. Around. Well, the, first of all, this is incredible. Honestly, this is, uh, thanks for sharing. This is like really like, this is next level generation. Like this is, this is what people, any type of, any type of situation that someone wants the best security, they're going to have to use you <laughs> because there's no, yeah, screens don't do anything. I mean, like, it's great. You can see for like one second, someone running by, like, you don't know what's going on. And where do you look next? Just that that's a really good point. No where do you look? Who? I don't, you don't know. That's the right. Camera, you don't know. It could be this up or down. Up. Yeah. No, you, you really, you don't know. And, and that's it. When I go, if I, if I think about when you're outside, when you're outside or you're looking outside and you see someone running, if there's a barrier of some sort, a wall or a post or something, and they disappear for a moment, you don't even think about where they're going to show up next. They just show up and your eyes are there. You, you're programmed. You have been learning to look through your eyes and understand the world since you were born. You take a really little baby and not baby, but a toddler and you hide something behind a pillow and they don't know to move the pillow out of sight, out of mind. But by the time they're, you know, a year and a half, if you hide, they're looking under things. They know, they know that there's things they can't see. Yeah. And, and that's the, so, so when I'm looking at someone and, and they disappear behind a wall, my eyes go to, depending on if they were running or walking or hopping or whatever, yeah. my eyes go in anticipation of where they're going to be. And that's what we're taking advantages of the strengths of human pe of human beings. We're not asking them to build a, you know, to grow a third arm or yeah. to grow some, you know, some weird sensor. Humans have strengths and we should always play to our strengths as humans. Yeah. So the other thing is the training time, you know, shortening that training time is, is a very cool thing. And we've, the feedback we've had from security leaders is that, this will this will cut the training by an order of magnitude not you know that's enormous who do you, who primarily uses this um this you know your system so the right we have a we have a bunch of we de we have the first customer we have seven pilots that we deployed in the last 12 months mm -hmm. uh, we have six more in progress we don't have a we don't have a majority yet we're we're trying to find our we're trying to find our our sticky spot sure. um we are working on a, a school system we've deployed at a school uh the first school in a school 82 school system in the u.s and we're starting to speak with another uh another school system a neighboring school system and we've also uh, the things we're doing with israel security agency that at this time they've asked us to refrain from speaking about Makes we sense. also we also did a shipyard uh, a shipyard is a, a small port and a large manufacturing facility and they don't intend to use it only for security they want to use it for health and safety and that was a brilliant insight we've had this from a couple of places that we went to that when when the stakeholders come into the room and they see it live in a tablet 
the, the safety, health and safety people attached to it because in security, you have an incident and you close the incident, incident, you close the incident. Mm -hmm. Health and safety, it's an ongoing incident for all the yeah. hours of operation. And they what they've told us is this is going to change the way we work. Wow. So, you know, that's we're excited to see that. We think it's uh, we we are talking to a stadium. It isn't up and running yet, but we we have spoken to a couple of different stadiums, and we're very very interested. Data centers. I was amazed when when we showed it to data centers. They said, "With this, we could actually use our cameras." Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've spoken. You would be surprised at how many places we've spoken to that keep their cameras, their screens turned off. I believe it. I was shocked. They said, "Well, no, because you can't see anything. It's too confusing." I'm, I'm so, I'm so excited to see this technology going everywhere because there's, it's about time that, that you, that someone created something where people can actually interact with what's going on on the ground through, through. Through their tech, through technology, I mean, right. we don't see it anywhere. So this, this is amazing, and that there's a reason why, um, you know, this the, like the Shin Bet Shabak is looking at that because this, this is real. This is this what I what I saw over there was was definitely something I've never seen before. Um, you know, listen, you go everywhere with security. There's just there's just cameras. That's it. There's no way to do any interaction. There's no way to know what's happening. This is it. This is like this is the future. So. I, I, you said it, you said it. I, one of our advisors was, was with Shabak for 22 years. And, and he said, this is the future standard of all physical security. I'm blown away and I can't wait to see what you guys do next. Um, thank you so much for explaining, explaining what you guys do. And soon we'll see what we'll see you guys. And hopefully you guys will be in everywhere because this is, this is, this is going to save lives. It is saving lives. It will save lives. We're going to keep our listeners posted to see where you guys go. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. We're, I, I really am honored that I get to, that I get to do this. I, I get up excited every day and, and thank you so much for the invitation and thank you so much for listening. Of course. I, it was, it was amazing. Thank you so much.